Welcome back to Encouraging Words to Give You Hope. I'm your host, Hope, author of Rapid Meditate Hope, with a mission of encouraging people to meditate on the hope of Jesus, because when you do, it changes everything. Temptation. It's a daily battle between us and our flesh that can drain us, wear us down, and make us drift away from God. When we face temptation in our everyday lives, it can cause us to question God, asking Him, Why do you allow this temptation to happen to me? Or, How do I overcome this temptation, Lord? This week, as we continue our series, Godliness Training Camp, we will be diving deep into the topic of temptation. We will talk about what it is, why it happens, how Jesus was tempted here on earth, and how we can overcome temptation through the power of God. So grab your Bible and a notebook and take some notes as we head into week three of Godliness Training Camp. First of all, what is temptation? Temptation is simply when we desire to do something, more specifically for a Christian, something that is not pleasing in God's sight. We are first introduced to temptation back in the Garden of Eden in Genesis 3. It's when Adam and Eve were tempted by the serpent, the devil, to break the one command God had given them not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It says in Genesis 3 verse 1 through 6, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but did God say you must not eat from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die? You will certainly not die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Notice two things here that give us the enemy's tactics for tempting us. The first tactic is the first words the serpent told Eve, which were, did God really say? These are the words the enemy will always put in our heads right away because he wants us to go in the opposite direction from God. One of the first things the enemy will do is make you question God's truth. The second tactic is the serpent telling Eve lies. He told her you will not certainly die, which is the opposite of what God said. He also said to her that if she ate the fruit from the tree, she would be like God, knowing good and evil, which is a lie because she would not become like God, and God has given us the ability to discern right from wrong. These are two things the enemy will always do in the midst of temptation, make you question God's truth and tell you lies. Here in Genesis 3 is when sin came into the world and the enemy began to rule over this earthly kingdom with his wicked ways. This brings us to our next question. Why does temptation happen? Or as some might ask, why does God allow temptation to happen to his people? Well, the quick answer to this is that we face temptation because of the sin that entered the world that is from the enemy. Sin in our fleshly nature is not from God because God is holy. We are not perfect because of our fleshly nature and we are prone to wander as we talked about last week. We live in a sinful world, but that does not mean we have to give in to temptation and conform to the world's ways. In First and Second Timothy, Paul encourages Timothy time and time again to flee from the ways of the world and pursue godliness in the things of God. He writes in First Timothy 6 verse 11 through 12, But you, man of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, 
godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of all the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Then Paul encourages him again in 2 Timothy 2 verse 22, Flee the desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Paul warns Timothy about the last days and encourages him not to deny the power of godliness. He writes in 2 Timothy 3 verse 1 through 5, But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. Paul also touches on the persecution we will face as believers and encourages us to stand firm on the word of God that we have been taught. He says in 2 Timothy 3 verse 12 through 15, In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evildoers and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you have learned it, and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. So we see Paul talking to Timothy about various topics and things we saw Christians would face in pursuing godliness, from the last days to persecution to the world's ways. We know what temptation is, why temptation happens, and some encouragements in Paul's letters to Timothy. But now, how do we overcome temptation? When Jesus was here on earth, he set up the perfect example of how we can overcome temptation through the power of the Holy Spirit. In Matthew 4, verse 1 through 4, we see Jesus being led into the wilderness and tempted by the devil. Jesus fasted and didn't eat anything for 40 days and 40 nights, and as you can imagine, he was hungry. The devil came and tried to tempt him to change the stones in front of him into bread and to throw himself down and send angels to catch him. The devil even used Psalm 91, verse 11 through 12, against Jesus. But Jesus told him in verse 4, it is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. This verse shows that Jesus relied on his Father for strength to make it through this fast and relied on the word of God in his trials. We should not live on bread alone or on the things of this world, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Let God's word be the foundation of your life. When a trial comes your way, look to the word. If you continue to read on till verse 11, you will see how Jesus stood firm on the word of God and relied on the power of God. Through his power, he had the authority to rebuke the devil. Here you will also see what we talked about earlier in the enemy's tactics to tempt us. Satan questioned Jesus if he was the son of God and used God's word against him. From seeing Jesus face temptation in Matthew 4 verse 1 through 11, we can learn how to overcome temptation as his disciples. Here are three ways we can overcome temptation that we see Jesus demonstrate in Matthew 4 verse 1 through 11. 
Number one, come back to the word. In Matthew 4, we saw Jesus quoting scripture when he was tempted. He even said in verse 4 that man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Or in other words, we are to live by the word of God. Come back to the promises of God, the truths in his word, and what he says, because that is what helps us discern God's truth from the lies of the enemy. One promise in God's word we find related to temptation is in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13 which says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Here God promises us that he is faithful and we will never be tempted beyond what we can bear or handle. God even promises to us that though we are tempted, he will provide a way out of the temptation so we can endure it through his power and strength. Another promise is in Psalm 37 verse 24 which says, Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. God promises that he will be with us every step of the way like a father holds on to his child's hand. Though we stumble and sin at times, God promises that we will not fall, and through his power and the truth and promises in his word, we can overcome temptation. Number two, come back to your source. Similar to the first way to overcome temptation, we are to go back to our source and foundation, Jesus. Temptations against the word of God are all around us each day. But when we make Jesus the foundation of our lives and surrender our lives to him, nothing can shake the foundation we have in Jesus. It says in 1 Corinthians 3 verse 11, For no one can lay any foundation than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. And number three, rely on the Lord. It says in Isaiah 41 verse 10, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Throughout the times when Jesus was tempted here on earth, he relied on the Lord. When we depend on our own strength to overcome temptation, we will not be able to overcome it. But when we rely on the Lord, our strength, our foundation, our source who is faithful and is the way, truth, and the life, we can overcome temptation. Now it's time for our discussion questions and application. This week, we only have two main questions, but I encourage you to dive deep and invite the Holy Spirit to work in and through you through these questions. Number one, is there a particular sin or temptation that you struggle with? Have you talked to God about it? Temptations are hard to face, and there are some we all consistently struggle with, such as not putting God first in our day or not seeking Him first in every situation. When we struggle with temptation, it's important to bring it before the Lord and walk through the trial with Him. Know that you can come before Him as you are and talk to Him about your struggles. We were not meant to do this journey of faith alone. Talk to a godly friend and set boundaries to help keep you accountable. And number two, when temptations come, do you rely on Jesus and His Word? Remember, the only way we can overcome temptation is through the power and strength of God. In the midst of the trials and hardships we face, God is right there holding out his hand to us and saying, I am with you even in the darkest valley. In the times where we feel like questioning God or giving up, may we remember to come back to the word, come back to our source, and rely on Jesus through it all. Because without him, we are nothing. Going through temptation in this life may seem tough, but the power of our God is stronger. 
Trust him and lean on him because he promises that we can endure temptation and keep running the race through him. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast episode. I hope it encouraged you and brought you closer to God. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. For daily Christian encouragement throughout your week and Bible journaling inspiration, you can follow at Meditate Hope on Instagram. That's M-E-D-I-T-A-T-E-H-O-P-E. For weekly devotionals and Christian resources, you can go to meditatehope.webly.com. That's M-E-D-I-T-A-T-E-H-O-P-E dot W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Remember that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.